Hey everyone, it's Adam Helfman. Welcome to my podcast, Contractor Therapy, brought to you by our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Today I've got a great topic uh, in the contractor therapy uh, realm, world, or whatever we want to call it. It's how to fire your contractor. Now, if you think about that, no one wants to fire anybody. You're fired. But, <laughs> you know, you've also got homeowners who want to fire their contractor all the time. But then you've got contractors who want to fire the homeowner. We're going to cover both sides of the coin today. Joining me on the podcast is Paul Sarah, one of my producers from the Hired Done Radio Show. Hey, Paul. Hey, what's up, Adam? And the awesome Roberto Beauchene. Right so, uh, in my career, I got to be honest with you, you know, I've built and remodeled probably over 10,000 homes. It's a lot. And... You always remember the bad jobs. You remember the one you got sued on. You remember the one you sued a homeowner. But you forget the ones that the people are like bragging about you. And, and the, when you do hear about those, uh, you feel good. But today we're going to talk about seriously how to fire your contractor. And let me get right to the nucleus of it. Any contractor, any homeowner that has a contracted job that's more than a one-day job, but even in a one-day job, you can apply this. The key, the super key nucleus right dead center of this is all about communication and you know obviously when you get into a fight with your contractor it's probably because you did not communicate properly at the beginning so for today's lesson we're not going to talk about uh getting it all in writing having it all set up properly because if you follow those rules there's a high high probability you won't have to fire your contractor this is for people who just say oh i got a good price Paid the guy, he hasn't shown up in three days. They redo the work, they never come consistently, they never call me. I'm pissed, I gotta fire him. So that's where we're at. So when you get to that point, what do you do? And that's a big problem because if you're a chess player, you're always five, six moves or trying to be five, six moves ahead. And in home improvement, if you get into a lawsuit, you can basically just say that everyone loses. From what I recall, there was someone that didn't know how to fire their contractor, and that was Murphy Brown. Remember the show? I do remember that show. And then I don't she, remember that episode, She though. had the contractor, the guy that painted her house, was working on her house for the whole show. He was the painter of the house for 10 years. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. Well, that's the key. And the thing is, is how do you fire a contractor? You just call them and say, hey, listen, we're done. You're out of here. I mean, the problem is, is once the contractor starts, and let's use a small job for an example. Let's use, I'm going to go off the rails today. We're going to have a contractor building a deck. And I, with the deck, he's putting a new door wall in. Okay. So that's it. A new door wall. So the door wall is connected to the house. And so is the deck. But the door wall actually involves damage to the house. And then the deck as well. So let's use that. Deck and door wall project, $16,000. It's a nice deck. Trex, uh, composite, low maintenance. You know, so here's the deal. You, you meet the guy at the home show, okay? Here's our scenario. You're meeting the XYZ deck contractor at the home show. You walk through the home show, and the guy's got a home show special. $1,500 off, free design. You're like, oh, I like this product. He says it's zero maintenance. And the guy at the home show, you meet, you're talking, you're like, you invite him into your home. So he comes to your house, and you basically... Say to him, all right, here's what we're looking to do. We want to add a barbecue. We want to, you know, be able to walk out uh, after work on a Friday on a weekend's barbecue. I want to relax in a sunny summer day, you know, where we're at. So he comes up with this great design and comes back and says, okay. 
It's $16,750, and here's what we're going to do. Now, he just put composite deck. He didn't put the brand name. He didn't put the color. He just said, oh, yeah, you're going to do this color. Yep, no problem. And all you saw was a proposal with his name, your address, the amount of money, and how much deposit. And he said, I want a 50% deposit and 50% when we're done. You're like, okay, here's eight grand. XYZ Builders. Well, lo and behold, there's a whole process that goes involved with building a deck and a door wall. So first things first, you gave him half the money. What's he supposed to do with half that money? Well, the right contractor with half that money does blueprints, applies for the permit, orders the lumber, the uh, orders the decking, and orders the door wall. So those are four items. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. In a $16,000 deck with a door wall, that's damn near as much or not enough to cover all the materials. So right away, you're at a disadvantage because if the guy doesn't use that money to buy the materials, then you're in big trouble because what's he going to do with the materials? Are you going to pay more? Because again, it says 50% down, 50% upon completion. So you gave him eight grand. So then you say to him, when are you going to start? And he's gonna, he, his response to you is, oh, well, we're going to uh, get the material order. Once the material comes in, we'll get started. Okay. So next thing you know, 10 days goes by. And you just decide, you know what? Let's call him. You leave him a voicemail. You don't answer. Hey, it's Mrs. Homeowner. Just checking where's the stuff, what's going on, when are we starting? We had some good, nice weather coming up. And he doesn't answer. You're like, oh, boy, this is a little concerning. And then you text him. Hey, it's us. We're just checking in. What's going on? He goes, in a meeting, he responds. In a meeting, call you back. Oh, this is great. So then... <laughs> you're like, okay, so your first thing is in the way back of your mind, you're fearful that he took your money, right? So then nothing here, nothing here. 9.30 at night, you get a text. Hey, long day. Sorry, I'll get back to you. Material should be in shortly. I'll call you tomorrow. You're like, oh, good. And you're like, yes. You emoji, smile face, whatever it is. <laughs> Next day comes, no call. Finally, you call him and he answers. Oh, hey, been meaning to call you. <coughs> I'm sorry. Oh, hey, I've been meaning to call you. Um, yeah, so I went to the lumber yard. Your material's ordered. Um, we're going to double check the measurements on the door wall. I'll be by by Friday to double check the measurements of the door wall. Okay, great. So you're thinking, okay, no problem. Well, Friday comes and he actually shows up with the guy from the door wall. And they're measuring. So you're like, okay, there's some action. And he's, you say to him while he's there, hey, what's going on? Give me the ideas. What's up? He goes, nothing. Material's on its way. Just double checking the order. You know, he's talking all professional. And this is like a Friday. You're like, great. He goes, next week we'll have the material and then we'll get started. So next week comes. Now here we are, two or three weeks out. We haven't had nothing except $8,000 out of your pocket. He shows up once in two communications. He calls up and he says, hey, got bad news. What's the bad news? You know that door wall you wanted from Anderson? You know, the Teratone six foot eight slider? Yeah. It's eight weeks backlog. And we can't build your deck until the door wall comes in. And you're like, wait a minute. Why am I waiting three weeks later? Now it's eight more. That's 11 weeks. Well, that's the way it is. I can give you a vinyl door wall. Well, how much is that? Well, it's different brands, cheaper. I can give you credit for a few hundred. Well, let me see it. Well, I'll have to go order a sample. 
So right now, the whole job just went south. You can't say I want my money back. Well, that's the problem. I, uh, if you do, there, you can go down a couple paths. I want my money back, cancel. Now, he's already done some work. He's mended your house. He's done a few things. You're not going to get all your money back. He's going to fight you. Plus, there's a high, high probability that that money's already gone to pay other bills. So now, what do you do? You go down another avenue. The other avenue is you say to him, look, I'm uncomfortable. I trusted you from the home show. I trusted you now. Now you're telling me things aren't stuck. I would think that you would know whether this stuff is in stock. Oh, there's a thousand products. I can't know everything. And you now all of a sudden he gets a little belligerent with you. Was that, not to interrupt the story, but was that the first like hint that it was going to go bad when you're at the home show and he can't tell you when he could start? Well, that's a good point. Good when question. you ask him when, it, when you're going to start, and he's like, well, once the, whenever the supplies get in, we could start. Well, that doesn't tell you anything. Right. So that, that's a red flag. But again, put yourself in the homeowners. Homeowners don't know. This guy's presenting himself in a home show as an expert. He's presenting himself as a pro in the business. That's why Hire Done, when we bring you a contractor, we've already checked to see if this guy pays his bills. We've already checked to see if they've been in business at least five years. We check and call references. Not only homeowner references, but we also call the businesses and ask if they pay their bills on time, things like that. So that's why it's important for homeowners to know just because the guy knows what he's saying doesn't mean he's doing a good job. Would this be the wrong way to go if you were to ask him, will you have this done next week? And then I put my hand on the back of his neck and I crook it to say yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, if your name is Guido, you know, or, uh, you know, certain kind of uh, personality, you know, then you oh, might have that. But okay. that, it's funny that you say that, but the, it's usually the other way. The, the contractor says, listen. We'll bully you. Yeah. The contractor usually gets, a, gets an attitude and says, listen. I can't deal with this. You're going to get the deck. I'm going to put it in when the material comes in. That's the way it is. Now, so the, now what happens is, is the deck, the contractor feels pressured. So he's like, all right, I'll start the deck before the door wall comes in. And here's the problem with that. You got to put the door wall in because then you put the deck up against the wall where your door wall. If you don't put the door wall in, you build the deck. Normally you build from the wall out. So if you're an outside deck, you put the frame, the post holes, you put the outer frame, and then you put the deck boards against the house, and you work your way out. Not from the deck boards out, work your way towards the house. Because you want, when you walk out of the house, to have the full length of the boards. You don't want to have chopped up short pieces. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. This guy says, well, we'll build the deck and then put the door all in after. That right there is a high-risk situation. 
as a homeowner? Do you know that? Hell no. So now you're waiting for the deck material to come. Material shows up. It's in a big, big bundle, post holes and all that. And you never, you know, thinking to yourself, wait a minute, is that the color I picked? It doesn't look like exact color, right? So then you're like, well, hey, Mr. Deck Guy, uh, material showed up today. I don't know if it's the right color. What do you mean? You wanted sterling such such. And no, I didn't. I wanted um, mocha. No, no, no. I specifically told you mocha. No. Here's our conversation from the home show. Now, the problem is, it just says composite deck. It doesn't say the color. And the conversation that we had was, the color you showed me at the home show, that's the color. So this guy met with 100 people. He doesn't remember. Homeowner doesn't remember. Except he said, the homeowner says, yeah, I wanted mocha. How does the homeowner come up with mocha when there's a silver? Well, you got to give the benefit of the doubt. So now the contractor's like, listen, this is what you got. Now, at that point, the homeowner's being bullied into taking it. Again, another pet fork in the road. Do you stop the job and say, get rid of this, get out of here? Or do you say to him, listen, I'll take this color, but you got to discount it. That's the problem. Contractor may say, you know what? I'm going to have to charge you to deliver and re-undeliver this. Homeowner's really not at fault here, folks. That's the problem. So now you're at a two red flags, three red flags in this project so far. You don't have anything, but you're out eight grand. So what do you do? Here's the answer. You stop the job. You tell the contractor, listen, we have to stop this project. Here's why. You have $8,000 worth of material for sure there. Composite decking is not, not cheap. And you just say to them, you put it all in writing. This is where it's really important to put it in writing. You say, we're not comfortable with the way the job is run. We're not comfortable with the way you communicate with us. We're not comfortable with the whole scenario. We want to request a meeting so we can get us back on track. Now, the reason why I say you do this this way is because you have to now assume you may go to court. Just like I said at the beginning of the podcast, chess moves, five six, heads, five, six moves ahead. In six moves, there's a possibility you'll be in court. In six moves, there's a possibility you've paid and you're done and the job's done. In six moves, there could be the possibility another contractor is finishing the job. So you have to have those possibilities. Is the contractor thinking about anything else? No. He's thinking, oh, no, look at this homeowner's upset. And you put it in writing because when you sue somebody... And let's say it's March, April, May, whatever date. You don't go to court for like a year. If you ask me what you do on this date last year, I couldn't tell you. Roberto, do you remember what you did last year on this date? No. <laughs> of course not. Remember, How about you, Paul? I remember last week. Right. And that's the problem. So when the judge says, well, Mrs. Homeowner, do you have any documentation that says you're upset? Oh, glad you asked, Mr. Uh, Mr. Your Honor Judge. Here's my email and text to him that said we're not happy. We're not this, we're not that. And since that email, nothing has gotten done. We've gotten this material, which is the wrong color. We don't know what to do. Or it's, yes, you send the email and the contractor says, ooh, I better, better get my act together here. Contractor meets the homeowner and says, you know what? Let's start over. I'm going to call the supplier. He's going to pick the stuff up, put the mocha on, and I'm going to not charge you. I'm going to take care of it. And I'm going to finish this job. You're top of the list, but let's wait till the door wall comes in. Now, at that point, he's being honest. He's being cooperative. You might want to say, okay, let's delay it. Now, how do you lose as a homeowner so far? Because now the job's three months past due. It could be summertime. You're missing yeah, barbecue season. Over. Right. And you're, you're mad. However, he's offering to fix it. Now the deck comes in. It's the right color. And the door wall comes in. So now you're ready to go. So at that point, 
what happens next? You wait and you get it all done. And the assumption is nothing goes wrong. That's one fork in the road. The next fork is he says to you, all right, it's all in. I need you, I need you to pay me half of the balance. You owe me 8000 but because of the delay, I use the money to pay the crew. I don't have money to pay my crew right now. If you give me half, I'll get enough money to pay the, the, the guys to finish the job. No, but then wouldn't you say by what date? Correct, Roberto. Good thinking. So that's how homeowners have to think. Well, you know what? The contract says at completion. Now you're asking me for more money. So I'm not, not comfortable. Contractor says, well, if you're not comfortable, I'm not going to finish. Okay. What do you do then? What is your, what's your, what's your goal? What's your idea? Now, at this point, you need to decide whether or not you're going to pay him. So what you say to him is say, okay, I'll tell you what. Here's half the, here's the check for 4000 I'm holding the check. When the guys get 50% done on the deck, I'll give it to you. And then I'm going to hold 4000 for the balance. That's what you do. And then hopefully the balance is done. Now, there's a whole slew of legal issues. When you finalize and pay that contractor, and let's make an assumption now, the job's finished. You need as a homeowner now to make sure that that contractor paid the su supplier for the deck and the door wall. Because here's another little loophole. He took your money and used it for something else. He got the supplier. He's got credit. So they delivered it and they bill him. He doesn't pay him. You're now enjoying your deck. End of summer, you get a couple weekends. You get a letter in the mail from the supplier. Hey, we haven't been paid. We're going to put a lien on your house for the deck material. You don't know the lien laws as a homeowner. So now what? You call the deck guy and don't answer. Voicemail hell, right? So that's why it's important to go back before you pay him the last balance and say, I need a sworn statement, waivers of lien, and that the waiver lien means that everything's paid. So if you do get that letter and you have that waiver, he's committed fraud and you don't have to pay. Because legally they can sue you and they can go after you for the material. So this is the reason why everyone hates contractors. This is the reason why, if you're going to fire your contractor, it comes down to how important the um, getting everything in writing and back to the nucleus of what I said at the beginning of the podcast, communication. Now, let's flip the script for a second. Let's say you're the contractor and you're a good guy. You're at the home show and you meet Mrs. Homeowner. And Mrs. Homeowner says, hey, I need a deck. I need a door wall. And I have a graduation. At the end of June, let's say it's March, can you do the project and get it done by then? And you're like, sure, no problem. Thinking, okay, it's March, you know. Well, you meet the homeowner's house, you measure it up, and you uh, give them the drawings. You have them sign the drawings, they approve of it. You have them sign the color, you have them sign the door wall, brand name, model number, here's where it goes. All of a sudden, it's like legit. And he writes down 10% deposit, then 25% when material is delivered, or, or upon picking up permit, and then balance upon completion. Sounds like a great deal. You're the contractor. You get the permits done. You go to the homeowner. Hey, Mrs. Jones, I got the uh, permit ready. I ordered the material. It'll be delivered this week. No problem. I need to pick up a check. Sounds fair. Per the contract, it's 25%. Uh, 
you know, it's $3,500. you have already given them $1,600. It's a $16,000 deck job. $1,600 down is 10%, and then 25% of $16 is like $3,500. 3, so I need a check for $3,500. Then the homeowner's like, oh, okay, I have, I'm not home. I'll leave it for you. Okay, great. I'll come by tomorrow. No check. Homeowner says, you know what? I'm sorry. I left the house. It's, you're, you're as a country. You don't want to start off the job with the wrong foot. Homeowner says, you know what? You said you're delivering materials. I'll just wait till the materials get here. Okay, fine. You're like, you know, you're not sure. Like the spider tingles, your hair in the back of your neck's not raising yet. Okay, so then you call your supplier. Door wall's there. Lumber's delivered. Homeowner um, calls you up and says, hey, I see the lumber got delivered. I got a problem. What's that? They put it in the wrong spot. I can't have the lumber there. You got to have them move it. Now, when you're building a deck, the lumber's three, four, five thousand pounds. It's not like you can just take a guy. Machinery. Yeah, you can't. And you're like, wait a minute. We walked the job, Ms. Homer. I told you this is where the lumber's going. This is where we. This is how we stage the job. Oh, well, I, I, I bought a, uh, a trampoline from Costco. They're coming Thursday to put it in, and that's where they're going to put it. I'm really sorry. I can't move it. Well, I'm not paying you till it's moved. So now as a contractor, what do you do? You've got material on the site. You took delivery of it. So now you're on eggshells with the homeowner. Do you say, Mrs. Homeowner, with all due respect, we have a contract. Or do you say, okay, I'll move it. You roll your eyes. You don't want to be confrontational. And you send a crew of guys to go move it over. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. This has to be when you're like next, like hair standing up in the back of your neck because it almost seems like she's trying to get out of having to pay you at all. Well, all of a sudden, now you see a little bit of a turn, slowly, step by step, you know. All of a sudden, you're like, uh-oh, is this, and as a contractor, you're like, oh, let's just put it back on path. I'll send two laborers there. And you say, hey, break down that list. Put all that lumber 50 feet away. Mrs. Jones, I'm going to send the guys to move it. But when they're there, could you please leave them a check? Sure thing. Okay, great. So now, being a smart contractor, I don't send them in the morning because she leaves early. I'm going to send them late in the day, knowing that she, they'll be there moving it and she'll be home by the time I, they get there. So I send my guys to break down the lumber. They get there at 3. It's going to be there for two, three hours, right? And at the same time, I send my deck guy to, to spray paint the ground where the posts are going to go. Because the next step is to do post hole digging, post hole inspections, and then build a deck. But we want to deliver the material there. So I had my carpenter there 
lay it out. And I said to him, call me when she's home. So the guy texted me, actually. She's here. So I texted her and said, hey, I'm in the neighborhood. Are you happen to be home? I'd like to come by and get that check. Now, just like Columbo, <laughs> you already knew she was there. She's like, I'm not home taking oh, my kid on. to the tutor. Then yeah. what do you do? <laughs> right? And that's You're the lying. Line. Right. So you have to walk on eggshells really carefully. Would you what would have been funny is if you were like outside her window waving at her when she told yeah, you right. to... Well, I've done that. That's the funny thing you said that. I've said, Yeah, uh I I was gonna stop by and what I did was I actually was there and I knocked on the door. I'm like, Oh, I thought you weren't here. She goes, Oh, I texted you that I was leaving. I said, Oh, I didn't look at my phone, even though I knew. So there we are, right in front of each other. Well, Mrs. Homeowner, uh, per the contract, you're supposed to give me this amount of money. I delivered the material. You didn't have the money. You told me this, this, and this. And now I'm here. My guys are moving it for you. And it's costing me money. We're about to start the job, but I have a little bit of an issue. What's that? My issue is, is that I'm concerned that you're not going to pay me. You've avoided the payment. And... I don't want to get a deck put into your house, and then we have a fight. So let's talk about the next steps. And her answer is, of course, <laughs> it's the homeowner stutter. It's, it really is, and the homeowner's like, you know, they play dumb, but they're really, really <laughs> playing a game. So Mrs. Jones is, and so this is where it takes courage from a contractor. And no, most contractors don't have courage like I did, because I was in your face. But I also knew it was powerful when you call the homeowner out right in front of them, because a lot of homeowners would get, you know. Their tail goes between the legs and they run. So I'll be like, this is Mrs. Jones. This isn't the. I have a question, Mrs. Jones. What's that? This wouldn't be the case here, would it? Where you're trying to avoid paying and then not pay me? Because I, I, I'm like you. I have a family. I've got a mortgage. I have a fairly priced project here and I need this money. So let's just get out of the way. If you're not going to pay me, I'll go get my stuff and we'll take everything home. If you don't have the money, it's fine. But if this is the way you do business, I can't continue this. Oh, oh, no, I'm not going to screw you. I'm not that way. I'm not the kind of person that would screw anybody. The first time they say that, that means they're fucking you. <laughs> Literally. I would never do that. I'm not that guy. As soon as they offer that without you asking, they're that guy. Yeah, because they practice that and said it oh, to other God. people. So firing your contractor is just like firing your homeowner. So you got to be careful. So I go home, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, what's it cost for me to have my guys go there and pick the material up. So I basically, it's like a, like a mission, like MacGyver. So I said, because, you know, you go in a homeowner's house and take material away, that's theft. So I said to the homeowner, I said, all right, uh, I need to know before, before work starts tomorrow, I'm sending a crew there to do the work. If you're not going to have a check, we're not going to show up. She says, no, no, don't worry. We're going to get, I'll have a check waiting. So I sent my crew there that was going to pick the material up and um, see. And sure enough, my crew gets there, and there's no check. So I kind of suspected that. I sent the crew there to load everything up, take one of our steak trucks, took the sides off, and I said, load all the lumber in the steak truck. And grab our stuff, and let's go. And sure enough... Um, I called my attorney. I'm like, look, here's what happened. Here's what we did. He goes, my attorney goes, you grabbed the material and took it back? I go, yeah. And he goes, well, she could claim that you stole it. I said, well, no, because she missed a payment and didn't pay for it. 
He goes, well, that a judge will have to decide. So he goes, be careful. He goes, but what I'll do is I'll send a letter to the lumber company and I'll send a certified letter to her, which then you'll tape on her front door. The certified mail takes a few days. So what we did is we emailed her, texted her, and taped it to the front door, all three ways, and certified mail. And basically said, dear Mrs. Homeowner, due to uh, breach of contract, in the following areas, boom, 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 laid it out. So you haven't paid, you've made excuses. We can't risk getting screwed based on our experience. So we're grabbing the material and um, we're requesting a full refund. Well, that like started a firestorm. Homeowner's like, oh, you can't do this. You have to build the deck. No, we don't. So she calls an attorney. Attorney says, you know, you stole the material. You did this. You did that. And we're like, no. See you in court. And now we're upside down. Because when you say see you in court, they eat the lawyer up. You got to pay their lawyer. I got to pay my lawyer. And then if you end up suing, you got depositions. The day of depositions with my attorneys, it's five grand. Think about that. So nobody really wins. But firing a homeowner is not easy. And if the homeowner begs you to come back, you didn't say, okay, well, I had to hire an attorney. So now you have to pay the attorney all the money. He puts it in escrow. And then he decides when I get paid. So do you think she just assumed you would do the job, she'd screw you out of paying you, and you would just eat it because you wouldn't want to go to court and spend more money? To That thought has crossed my mind. What I do think is the lack of experience that homeowners have hiring contractors, and they only know the horror stories, that they're just afraid to pay. And they think once they pay that you're never going to come back and the deck's going to somehow collapse. That's why it's so important to communicate from the beginning. That's why it's so important to find a good contractor. Homeowners have that fear of getting ripped off and overpaying. That's what it is. And so that's why I always tell contractors, on the front end, if they don't trust you, you're behind the eight ball from the beginning. They'll still buy from you even if they don't trust you because most homeowners don't trust anybody. So it's a rough, rough go. Now, one quick question, because it, it, it seemed funny to me that a lumber company could, like, put a lien against someone's house or right. because of the supplies because the, the con- contractor didn't actually pay for them. That happens a lot. Have, this is going to sound silly, but has anyone ever repossessed a deck? So well, here's what happens. Because I just think it, it's a funny image to have, like, a truck <laughs> driving away with your deck and, like, what happened? Once it's delivered, you can't take it. Right. Literally. And that's where the gray area is. He stole it from me. You didn't pay for it. It's not yours. Once it's installed, whether they paid or not, you can't take it. Literally, you cannot take it back. I wanted to take siding off a house that I got screwed on. <laughs> Trust me, you know, you can't take a roof back. So here's the law. And then it applies here to Michigan. And by the way, in your own state, figure this out. But here's what happens. It's a lien law. A lien is something where you put an interest against the property. So uh, I'm the contractor. I order material to Mrs. Jones' house. The decking company has a contract with me, the contractor, and based on my word, sends the decking material to that house. If that material doesn't get paid for, where I deliver that material is where I get my money back. So I have to put a lien on that property for the cost of the deck, plus materials, or plus legal. So let's say it's $6,000, I'm going to put a $7,000 lien. Now for me to get my money, I have to go to court and sue to foreclose on the lien. And what that does is, whoever owns that property, the bank typically, They have to defend that lien. The bank has the right to pay the lien, which means I get my money. Or they can fight 
and make the lien holder prove that they delivered it, which is very easy. Or the third one is they can pay the lien and add the money to the end of the lease or the, the mortgage on that house. Nobody wins. That's the problem. So firing your contractor is just like firing a homeowner. It's very difficult. It's a short-term uh, agreement. And again, what I highly recommend people do is hire an attorney to review. Go to hire Don Haskust for advice. Whatever you need to do. But as a homeowner, you got to pay if it's done. As a contractor, you can fire the homeowner just like a homeowner can fire a contractor. It's not easy, but it's doable. And you got to be able to learn how to set a contract up for success to avoid that. I like that. I like the plan of like a four or five point plan where when I'm on my third payment, I should be seeing 70% of the work is done. Correct. You know what I mean? Work, it's called work in process. Right. You can do a work in process, payment schedules. And that's what we talk about at Higher Done. How much is too much? In fact, we're going to do a whole uh, podcast on how much should you pay the contractor on typical jobs. What's the percentages you should pay? And we're going to have that up as you know, coming in. So again, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today, uh, how to fire your contractor. If you ever have a question, just go to hireitdone.com, click on Ask Adam. I kindly ask that you hit the subscribe button um, down below. Go to radio.com or where you find your favorite apps in podcasts. You can always subscribe. Contractor Therapy is available pretty much everywhere. And leave a, leave a, a comment if you like it. Um, I'd love to help you. So thank you again for uh, tuning into the podcast. And I want to thank our friends from Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans for sponsoring this. And uh, we'll see you next week.